Welcome to What's Up, Wellness from the Third Floor. This podcast is provided by the Wellness and Health Action Team, also known as WET, from Portland State University's Center for Student Health and Counseling, or SHAC. We're located in the Health Promotion Suite on the third floor of the University Center building on campus. Our purpose with this podcast is to discuss a variety of health-related topics in a way that will be accessible for a non-traditional campus. My name is Bella, and my pronouns are she, her, hers. My name is Josh, and my pronouns are they, them, theirs. And my name is Quinn. My pronouns are he, him, his. We're all members of the Wellness and Health Action Team, and we'll be your hosts for this podcast. Let's get into it. Alrighty, so for this week on What's Up, since it's finals week, we thought we'd set you all up with a bit of a survival guide. So just some resources and tools to help make sure surviving finals is just a bit easier for you. On this term's edition, we'll first introduce our RAM collaborator and then cover topics of some sitting exercises that you can be done at your desk, a bit of a pep talk, and finally, some of our like favorite uh, resources on campus that we love to utilize during the end of the term. So our lovely RAM, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Yeah, hello. Uh, my name is Logan Allen. I use she, her pronouns. Uh, I also work on this team as a Wudster yes. on the Wellness and Health Action team. My other role here at the university is a resident academic mentor. Uh, This is somebody who works for University Housing and Residence Life. That is an in-hall support for the upperclassmen students or those on Westside Campus or the Broadway Uppers. Um, This is actually my second year in University Housing and Residence Life, specifically in University Success. Uh, Previously, I worked with first-year students as a learning community assistant, so I've been working with academic issues in residence halls and with student communities for two years now. Fantastic. Thanks for doing what you do, and I'm glad that you're able to collaborate with us on this and have you part of the WHAT team. It's fantastic. Um, Yeah, so let's get started on resources. That sounds great. Alrighty, so with that pep talk and PMA out of the way, let's also talk about like real tangible like study tips. Logan, do you want to share any of your your wisdom upon us? My wisdom. (laughs) That's so – I love how dramatic that is. Um, Yeah, so, I mean, this is kind of odd for me, right? Because normally I'm helping an individual adjust to, like, their type of studying, helping them figure out what works for them. So the advice that I'm about to give is very, very broad, um, and I would encourage – any of you out there to really dig in and figure out what works for you or go on and check out that academic coaching at the learning center um, to kind of help you find your way of studying. Yeah. So studying firstly is not a one size fits all type thing. We all have different learning styles. And um, I know for me, I'm actually a very strong audio listener. So I love hundred percent. Me too. (laughs) Yeah. And it's one of those things where everybody's like, how do you remember that? And I'm like, I don't know, maybe it's like voice inflection. It's just a weird thing. Um, so figuring out what works for you is really the first thing that I would say. Um, so like I was saying, you can record lectures if your professor is good with that, uh, instead of writing down words, you can start sketching out what your professor is saying. If that's something that calls to you, Um, And honestly, sometimes I've seen people during my night lectures where I have that like three hour and 50 minute night lecture. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Those are brutal. Monday nights. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Mine's uh, Wednesday nights. So I feel that. Um, Those classes, sometimes I literally just see people not bring anything and they just sit and listen because that is what's going to work for them. So yeah, figure out your style, find what doesn't exhaust you unnecessarily is my next piece of advice. Um, There's certain 
styles of note taking that are super thorough. They look fantastic. Everybody's like, oh my gosh, how did you do that? And you literally have a migraine and you didn't, you know, you didn't really have to put forth that much effort. Um, so real. I, when I was, I completely dropped taking notes by hand because I would like obsess over that and like, it has to look perfect. And like, that's not helpful when you've focused on like one topic over and over and they're already like five slides ahead of you. Right. So that's Um, totally real. Yeah. Painstaking notes works for some people, for other people, it's not their thing. Um, so again, studying is not a one size fits all. Uh, Recently, I had a professor talk to us about how to study for a midterm, and they said, make it social. And I've always been that kind of person to be very much so, like, I like to study by myself better. I get more into, like, the details and the context, right? But they also made a great point that, and of course, this is coming from, uh, I'm a psychology major, so (laughs) most psych professors like to be, like, from the evolutionary psychological perspective, like, (laughs) (laughs) always... Um, they were talking about how like most habits or most things were done in groups Um, and having those people there to keep you accountable. It almost created a balance in a group where then everybody became important for that group to maintain a steadiness and a consistency that aided their survival. Right. Same thing for a study group. Um, Each person becomes an important aspect of that study group and then becoming more social and starting to look forward to studying is a great thing for your brain to be like, okay, I can feel dumb around these people. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Like, they've seen me not understand these concepts. Um, And it is, I, I just think that study groups are fantastic for that reason. So don't devote your entire time to a group study, um, in my opinion, but I would encourage those of you who have been like, yeah, I want to try this group study thing. Send out a message on that D12 board. Um, Just be like, hey, I have this time after class. I'm willing to like sign up for three hours or two hours or just an hour in a study room in the library. Anybody want to join? Um, Yeah. I, yeah. I think that's a really unique perspective though, to like kind of reframe like study groups. Mm -hmm. Cause I know from, Personally, for me, anytime in the past that I've heard study group, it's like, oh, oh my God, I like absolutely like, right. it's awful. I just think of like a dark cramped room and like me just not wanting to be there yeah. and like other people, but like thinking of it instead of like as like a like a collaborative kind of like tribe thing, like you're yeah. all in the same boat, like trying to get to like a, like the same a point. A decent grade. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think, I think reframing it instead of like the natural like reaction of just ugh to, to that is like a really, that's a interesting way to think about it that I haven't before. Yeah. And what's also great is I've noticed that when I've done study groups, um, it can be an ego booster. Now there are times where everybody gets a concept and you don't and oof, that hurts, buddy. (laughs) But there's other times I have to say where it's like, um, you understand something or the way that you are looking at something can be applied for another person and they're like, oh my gosh, how did you understand the professor when they said that? That was so confusing. Um, And I think, especially a lot of professors repeat this, if you can teach somebody else a subject that shows that you're really getting it, um, you know, and the more you explain it, the more you're using those neural pathways. Yes, please just, if you have the strength and the energy, I would encourage you to put yourself out there this, this, uh, (laughs) 
this final survival season and see if there's anybody who wants to do like a last minute two hour study session the night before, because maybe just maybe you will pick up that one thing that you weren't understanding. Um, yeah. And also I think this is also very important. Take those physical breaks. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I, for me personally, I, I go stir crazy if mm-hmm. I sit like still for too long, I got to, constantly move and if I'm not moving I'm like my brain is not functioning so yeah it's yeah the movement thing is yeah and maybe it's also a physical break as in like you're on the third floor of the library walk down the stairs without listening to the same music that you've been (laughs) listening to while you've been studying go and get a coffee go and grab some water maybe go outside and enjoy watching the squirrels roam around in the ferns right out front of the library Um, maybe it's even just going out and running a lap around the field while a friend watches your stuff. So taking those breaks and making sure that you're not just sitting hunched over, frustrated, stressed, mad at yourself that you're not getting a concept, having that forgiveness for yourself and your body can be super important. Yeah, for sure. And kind of one thing that we talk within like sleep hygiene, Mm -hmm. um, in particular about like that, if you've gone like 20 minutes and you are restless and not doing anything, like leaving the room so that you're not associating your bed with like that stress, like negative thing. Applying that to your study space is also a good, a good thing. So you focus your study space on focusing and not the 300 text messages that you're avoiding at the given moment and all the Snapchats and all all that wonderful. Yeah. It can be really unhealthy if you're um, using your studies to distract you from some real life stressors because then your brain's really not thinking about what you're studying and what you're forcing yourself to put your mind to. So if you have other things going on, um, address those in a way that makes you capable of breathing in and then breathing out whatever you've been thinking about and then saying, okay, I got everything off my chest. I got everything off my brain for even just 30 minutes. Let's take that 30 minutes to check out what's going on in my chemistry class, you know? Yeah, for sure. Awesome. Well, thank you, Logan. I for sure. appreciate those tips. Yeah. Alrighty. So to touch on like our favorite resources, the big one that I want to highlight, of course, um, for myself is just the Mind Spa. Um, so as we've talked about a couple of different times on this podcast now, um, students can book up to three 45-minute sessions throughout the term. And the Mind Spa opens up a week before the start of term. So that means um, for spring term, you can start booking those during spring break. Um, and if you plan those out like earlier, you're more likely to be able to book all three of your sessions since the sessions are limited. Um, and we tend to be pretty popular, which is both a blessing and a curse. Um, I will say that during finals week, um, tend to notice that people do cancel their appointments. All the time. All the time. So um, I can't guarantee you that there'll um, be available appointments, but just snoop and refresh that page every so often. And most of the time, I say people are able to snag an yeah. appointment. Um, I would actually also say, even if you are worried about your workload, you can always bring your homework with you in there and enjoy the light therapy alcove. Or maybe you have a podcast or a lecture that you could listen to that will help you study and you could just chill in the massage chair. It's a great way to take away the stress and just take in material that you need to be studying anyways. So if you're concerned about your workload during finals week, the Mind Spa is still a great place to get work done, or it's a great place to just set that work aside and take a moment for yourself. It's really whatever you need to do for yourself. 
Totally. And to kind of touch on like getting away from the work too, there's also in the SMSU in the basement there, there's that meditation and quiet prayer lounge. It's also another great to like great space to kind of decompress. Yeah, for sure. And honestly, down there is really nice because there's more consistently areas where you can really be by yourself. It's not as scheduled besides the operating hours. Um, but beyond that, that is a consistent resource where you can find and take space for yourself. Yeah, totally. Um, I think the other big resource that everyone thinks about during finals week is just the library. The, of course. The lovely 24-hour <laughs> open library. Yeah. Which um, is very, very fantastic, um, especially to be able to give, you know, students that work all the time the ability to utilize that space. But right. I, I just I just want to say for everybody, please don't cram everything. Just because the library is open up for 24 hours doesn't mean that you need to be there for 24 no, hours. No, no. Um, the lack of... Sleep is so much more important than rereading the same chapter over and over again. So so space it out. Do the lovely sleep study. Sleep and then study. Um, and you might have to force uh, either your test anxiety or your general anxiety and stress about testing um, and your performance in school to realize, yes, you do need that sleep to retain that. Just because you repeat something does not mean that your brain's going to take it in and remember it after you're exhausted reading the same chapter overnight. What Quinn's saying is exactly right. So just take a step away from that material. Um, But hey, sometimes you just need that 3 a.m. giddy study session with friends to take away that stress too. So do what works for you, but also pay attention to what your body's telling you. Absolutely. Yeah. And while you're cramming in the library there's also a ton of other resources that you can like utilize while you're there like the learning centers in there and I know yeah. there's the language tutoring as well yeah the learning center has language tutoring academic coaching online tutoring uh, and then there's a variety of math tutoring there's statistics tutoring there's so many options there you can visit their calendar online check the availability you can also if you're just going there on a whim, they have little placards right behind the check-in desk to show who, which tutors are available. Um, yeah, so that's on the second floor, and it's in the southwest corner of the library. Ooh, so specific. It is so specific. I mean, come on. You got to know where we are in Portland. Um, so, yeah. That's what I got for that. Yeah, I, and I just want to touch on what Logan mentioned as well for um, – our like far away listeners, um, whether you're not in Oregon or just away from campus, again, there are online tutors. So like they, I know certain tutors will reach out. You can either do it through like a Google Hangout or like through emails, right. they can message you. Um, yep. but, but you can still utilize the tutoring resources even if you're not on campus. Yeah. Um, and in my experience with working with the tutor the tutors at the learning center. Um, they are very flexible. If there's a time that you really can't meet, but you desperately need the help, they'll be able to at least at the very least to give you resources that can help to assist you. Um, and I don't know if you caught earlier, I mentioned something about academic coaching. That is more of a structured thing that you have to set up with people that essentially just helps you, um, organize your life and look at a holistic wellness in your learning environment, on how to succeed in those avenues. And that's more of a scheduled weekly thing. So if you are looking for that kind of support, I would recommend that you reach out as soon as possible, um, starting in spring term for your next weeks, for your next terms, final survival guide. 
Nice. So that's academic coaching is something that they can sign up for and start utilizing to help like prepare throughout the whole term. Yeah. Instead of just like cramming it. Correct. Yeah, totally. And they take in your goals, um, which I think is super cool because everybody has different academic goals going on, of course. Um, And they help you to prioritize the steps that you need to take in those goals. And this is for any type of student. This is for returning students to university, new students. I know that it's really pushed for the freshman community, but everyone is welcome because everyone has a different life journey. Um, And I almost feel that it's more effective for people who have been in higher education longer because they find that they're lacking that inspiration to keep going. Sometimes I think academic coaching can really bring out that desire to continue on. That's awesome. Yeah, and it's always good to like, hear different like techniques or tools um because yeah you know you don't know what you don't know so yeah exactly yeah that's fantastic thank you for sure um and i know the probably your big favorite resource that you want to touch yes. on is that university success specifically university success west yes you want to share some stuff about that so students? we have university success east and west east is held on the second floor of on dean and West is held in the basement of King Albert. Those are two residence halls if you don't live on campus. Um, These spaces are open Monday through Thursday, 2 to 10 p.m., and on Sundays from 5 to 10 p.m. These are meant to be closer uh, in-hall academic support spaces. Your learning community assistants and resident academic mentors, or LCAs and RAMs, are always available. Um, We're here for essay revisions, um, just general like soundboarding. So if you have a paper and you're not really sure where to go with a prompt, you can just kind of process through that. If you're having a hard time understanding your professor's needs, wants, or even how to communicate with the professor, if it's getting to be finals week and your grade isn't where you want it, that's an opportunity for you to kind of, you know, role play it out with a LCA or a RAM. Be like, this grade is really important to me. Might mean financial aid could be lost if you don't get that grade. Um, these are peers that are there to help you. And, uh, we have been trained fairly extensively in the variety of resources on campus that can help you. That's really awesome. The yeah. tool in terms of like speaking with professors. Cause like, I mean, even sending like a generic, like clarification email sometimes to like, like oh, yeah. the big professionals can be a little bit uh, daunting at times. Yeah. So having help with that's really a cool resource. Yeah. Um, and in addition to that, we can also take a look at your occupational uh, goals. So if you need to write a cover letter and you've never written a cover letter, if you have done your resume over 10 times and you're still not getting that job that you want, let's take a look at that resume and see what's really going on there. Um, there's a so much that we can help on. Honestly, a lot of people come into the space and they're like, so do you do like tutoring? And we always end up sending them to the learning center because that's where the tutors are held. Um, But ultimately your LCAs and RAMs are a great resource for resource navigation because we know so much about what's going on in the university. um, And we have our supervisors to really guide us when we don't know where to steer you. So we are kind of a safety net and Yes, we're in hall, but any PSU student can walk into university success spaces throughout the day and the evening. So please come on in. We have coffee. We have tea. Um, I know that University Success West every Tuesday has free donuts from Sesame Seed Donuts. So please come on in and grab one. Everybody loves free food. And I think definitely like clarifying that it is available for if, if you're a PSU student, just that's 
it's a resource that's available to you. Yeah. And one more thing that University Success West specifically offers, RAMs are trained on how to assist people through SNAP application. So SNAP benefits, they're essentially food stamps through um, Oregon, uh, the state of Oregon. And so while the RAMs aren't the people that will ultimately read through your case file, the application can get a little tricky in the phrasing at times. And it's confusing what they mean by, well, if you live with somebody, but that somebody isn't going to be using your food stamps, you know, so essentially RAMs are there to help figure out your way through that. So if hunger and food security is something that is on your mind and you feel that it is bothering you um, while you're trying to just study for that next exam, maybe it's time to drop on by and get some assistance through that application. Yeah, that's a huge one because that, that application and especially the online portal is a, a little bit of a nightmare. Yeah, it really is. But another thing to kind of tack in on that, mm-hmm. um, speaking of like food insecurity, just remember that down in the basement of SMSU, right near um, where the meditation and prayer lounge is, there is that food pantry that's available for students. Mm-hmm. Um, please, I, that please like feel free to utilize that. You just, they don't ask questions, just stop on in. And yeah. They... And if you can't make the hours, you can always actually email the food pantry. Um, and they have, depending on their availability of their staff, obviously they will have outside of the food pantry hours and you can sign up for a slot where you get to go in and check what stores they have and grab some groceries. If it just so works out that all of your classes and your work schedule will go over that time that they're open. Um, So I would encourage you to check it out as well as their uh, Instagram. If you have that social media, because they'll post like maybe they'll be open for an extra 30 minutes or something like that right on their social media. That's fantastic. And of course, we'll include a link to that down in the description of this episode. So feel free to check that out. And any of the resources too, we'll try and have uh, links to everything listed um, clear and concisely in that description. So please feel free to check that out. Um, and I just want to extend a thank you again to Logan for being a part of this episode. Um, the information that you have is fantastic. Yeah, um, I was so happy to be here. We appreciate it. Hopefully we can have her back um, as uh, like a continuing special guest for these episodes since like resource giving and surviving finals is kind of like the <laughs> bread and butter of what you do. So <laughs> Literally my specialty. <laughs> yeah, so thank you again so much. Um, yeah, thank yeah. you for having me here. We'll catch you next week on Wednesday with our next episode. For Winter 2020, The Hut will be out on campus on Wednesdays from 11 to 1 and Thursdays from 10 to 12. Follow us on Instagram at PSU underscore what to find out where we'll be and and to get more wellness content from us. The link to the Instagram and our website is in the description of this episode. Thank you all for listening and take care of yourself today.